Yo, 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 what's up, people? What's good? What's good? It's your man, Ace Boogie, and welcome to the Ace Boogie Podcast. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I want to thank everybody for, you know, passing the word along. I want to thank everybody for hitting the follow button, and I appreciate everybody. Thank you for listening right now. I appreciate that. Okay, this is episode three, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about commitment. Are you compromising or are you settling? I'm going to say that again. Are you compromising or are you settling? Okay, now basically, to me, this is to me. This is all my opinion. Of course, this is all my opinion. I'm the only one speaker right now. But to me, when you look at situations in your dating, and let's say dating or relationships, or you, you courting somebody, you dating, you're in a relationship with somebody. To me, the difference between compromising and settling is compromising, you're doing everything in your power to help a situation grow. You're doing everything to be a better person. You're doing everything in your power to help that situation go longer and longer and longer. Settling Settling is when you basically, you just with the person for all the wrong intentions. You are not in love. You're saying, oh, he has a big dick. She has a good pussy. She got a fat ass. She's attractive. She got a good job. He got a good job. They got a nice car. Uh, She got long, pretty hair. You know, she got a high credit score. He got a high credit score. Uh, you're basically just settling for what you think is right. You're basically settling because you're older. You know, you're getting older. You don't want to be alone. So you're basically just settling with the, the person that you feel, okay, I could just drag this along with this person. I could be with this person and not give 100%. Or I could be with this person and give 50%. I'm basically being with this person because this person makes me feel good. And even though I know this person ain't helping me grow, this is not somebody I want to be with in the end. Or I'm subjecting myself to abuse. I'm subjecting myself to cheating. I'm subjecting myself with somebody's that's envious or jealous of me and don't want me to grow. And somebody that I know I'm not all that invested into. You see what I'm saying? You basically being with somebody for all the wrong intentions. You're not in love. You don't see yourself with this person forever. But at the moment, it feels good for the moment. And it feels good. But a lot of times that feel good for the moment turn into one month, two months, next thing you know, you with this person for a couple of years. And now you're in a situation where you're comfortable. You, you used to the routine you guys have. Y'all basically roommates. And a lot of times, it could be somebody that's dogging the shit out of you. And you get used to that too. You know, when you settling... You settling for everything as far as the bad shit or the shit that you're not happy in. You're basically condoning this person that's saying, oh, I don't like kids. Or that's not my damn son. Or that's not my daughter. To me, that's what settling is. Settling is when you basically with somebody that's selfish. Somebody that's abusive. Somebody that make you feel insecure. Somebody who's insecure themselves someone who's a bad parent and you basically just settling you just basically going along and that one month turning to two years and two years turning to three years now on the other end compromising a lot of times people think compromising is settling but it's not compromising is me saying that I love this woman I want to be a better man for this woman you know I want to be romantic with her. I want to buy her flowers. I want to surprise her at her job. I want to give her massages. I want to show her off to my friends. 
you know, I want to take her to church. I want to have God in my life. I want to tell her my future plans. I want us to make future plans. I want us to have goals and, and dreams and have our separate but our own things, our own dreams and goals. I want to make her a better person. I want her to make me a better person. You know, I want to be a a great father to our kids. Or I want to be a great stepfather to her kids. And vice versa. I want to love her and I want to give her everything. And the things that I'm not good at, if I'm not, you know, good with finances, I want to grow to be better in finances. If my credit score is not high enough, I want to grow it. To be, I want to get it higher for myself and for her. I want to be a better father. I want to, you know, be a better man. And when you want to be a better man, if you know, oh, I'm, I'm selfish at times. Or I'm stubborn at times. Or I got an anger problem. Or, you know, I'm insecure in this situation. This situation makes me jealous. Those are all things I fix. When I'm compromising. When I'm compromising, I'm willing to shut the fuck up sometimes. I'm willing to listen. You know, I'm willing to give. I'm willing to grow. Um, Compromising. Therapy. You know, a lot of people are against therapy until they start doing it. And they really enjoy it because it helps. But some people it helps, some people it don't. To me, I feel it helps. I feel like every person in a relationship, you know, should have therapy time and time. Not because it's an issue, but it's a tool and it's something to help you guys grow. And when you compromise, and that's part of compromising, like, you might not want to go, but you know there's something missing in your relationship. Because a lot of times in relationships, you get to a point where you're trying to say something, but you can't explain it. Nobody around you can explain it for you. You know, but you don't know how to explain this to your mate. They might not know how to explain something to you, but therapy can bring that out. Therapy can say, hey, when you were six, seven years old, you had a traumatic experience, and this is the reason why you do this. Or let me give you the tools to help you be better at this situation. Let me help you get stronger. You know, that's compromising. Compromising is is just being better, doing better, giving 110%. Because when I'm compromising, I'm willing to do whatever. I'm willing to give whatever. I just want to be better. And if we both want to be better, I don't care how selfish or stingy I am. I know I have to let that go. Because this is what's going to make me a better person. So you don't want to confuse compromise with settling. Because basically compromising, you're going to compromise. And you want to compromise with the person that you know that's had your best intentions. A lot of you you fucking women are trying to compromise with guys that ain't shit. You know this guy ain't shit. You know he ain't trying to be shit. Just because he fuck you good or she fuck you good and she suck you off or he do this, that don't mean shit. That just mean that shit feel good at the moment. That's not going to help your situation grow. It might be nice at the moment and that shit do be dope. But that shit is not something that's going to grow and prosper. You know, you... That guy, that woman is going to fit in one of those boxes. One of those boxes. Either that person is worth it and you're going to want to do these things or he's going to want to do them things or you're not going to want to do those things. And you can't get it confused. Like you have to get to a certain point where you understand the difference. You know, fuck this person got a nice car. Fuck this person got a nice house. Fuck this person got good hair. Fuck this person parents are such and such. You cannot worry about none of that. You have to understand where you're committing to somebody. The commitment. You're committing 
to one or the other. And a lot of people are very selfish when it comes to understanding, you know, compromising. They they don't understand the difference between compromising and settling. And it's sad because even though it takes time, part of us year by year is to grow and to get better and to be better people and understand ourselves inside and out because you're never going to be the person you want to be if you're not happy with yourself. When you don't understand yourself, when you know you're doing something wrong and you're not willing to change that, when you know you're not following your dreams or being better financially or trusting God and believing God, you know you're not on the right path. But instead of changing, instead of growing, you just like, nah, fuck that. I'm not going to do that. That ain't who I am. That ain't what I do. No, that's stupid. At that moment, that's who you are. But you can choose to go right or left. That's your choice. When you really love that person and you really want to be with that person, you will make the right choice. And if you're not making the right choice, it's just you a selfish motherfucker. Like, it ain't no other way to put it. You a selfish motherfucker and you ain't ready to grow up. Or you just don't think that person is worth it. But a lot of times, that person that you battling yourself with, if it's not some shallow shit, most of the time, them be the people you should do that shit with. But it's just like your pride is just tearing your ass alive. And you thinking about all the other bullshit. You thinking about all the females and all the other pussy you gonna miss out on. You thinking about, oh, now I'm going to have to live with somebody. Now you thinking about, oh, I'm going to have to do these things to change and grow. And I don't care what nobody say. That shit is scary. That fear is real. To grow and to change, that shit ain't easy. Some people it's easy. Some people just grow and change and prosper and soar. And it's just easy for them, like a snap of a finger, to just be better and do better. But for some of us, and my fucking self included, it was a process. Because I didn't come from the healthiest fucking family. I didn't learn all the Bill Cosby shit in real life. I didn't get to see all that love and affection all the time. I saw it here and there with certain situations certain family members, but that wasn't an ongoing thing. That wasn't the norm. It wasn't normal for me to go over this auntie house or this uncle house or in my own house to just see love and affection all the time. It just wasn't. That shit was something I saw on TV and I just thought that shit was a fantasy. I thought that shit was like make-believe. Like I thought that was some just TV shit but as I got older I understood and just started seeing like older couples or certain people or just seeing movies I understood that hey, maybe that shit is out there you know maybe it is other people that live this certain way maybe it's not just what I see in this little box because the world is a big box when you get out in the world you get older and you start moving around and you find yourself in relationships and situations and you have friends and other family members and when you see that shit you're like no that shit too good to be true but it's really not like the man or the woman that's in those dope ass relationships they'll tell you firsthand, oh no this shit ain't easy you know shit I look asses I look, she look at guys, like, we're always tempted to do other things, but it's the love that bring you back, and if you really, really, really love that person, you're going to do everything in your power to stay right, you're going to do everything in your power 
to make her happy. Like you just you just are. So it's like a lot of times when you keep putting yourself in bad situations, you develop that settling fucking pattern. You develop uh I'm just I'm not willing to do this. It's basically you just turning yourself into a person that just, you know, you don't have the ability to trust. You so used to fucked up shit or your own fucked up ways or just fucked up old relationships that you just feel that it's impossible for you to get that. That's why it's so important to be vulnerable, to be honest. To off rip let people know your intentions and what's your goals and your do's and do nots or shit you just not gonna go for like I feel like your intentions in the beginning is everything and a lot, I know a lot of people don't try to hit you don't want to hit that person with everything the first date or the first conversation a lot of people feel you don't but I disagree you know you spread that shit all over the first two three conversations and you just let people know. You don't want to hit them all at once. But shit. Within the first three conversations you should. Within the first three fucking dates you should. Like let people know how you feel. That way off rip they can't say. Oh well you didn't tell me this. No. This is what I'm going to accept. This is what I'm not going to accept. This is what I'm willing to do. This is what I'm not willing to do. I'm not bending or breaking. I'm not bending on this. This is something that I'm not trying to do. This is something I am trying to do. These are things that I'm willing to do for the right person. And that's like I said, that's when compromising come in. Because it's like, even though I might not not been comfortable with doing this in this situation, I'm not going to be dead set against nothing. Now, certain things, of course, you got to stand your ground on. But for the most part, for love... For that person you really want, you'll compromise. Like, you'll say, look, man, I'm not used to fucking doing, I'm not used to being in the house at this time. I come in the house when I want. No, you can't fucking do that. You gotta be in the house at a certain time. You gotta be in the house at 2 o'clock. You gotta be in the house at 1 o'clock. You gotta be in the house at 12 o'clock. It's all what you and your mate come up with. Uh, nah, I don't pay. I'm not paying all the bills. Well, we're going to split bills. Or whatever your situation is with your person. Like, I've always been the type of man. Nah, I'm not paying every fucking bill. That ain't what I want. I want a woman that, you know, we both do everything together. You know? We ain't going 50-50. I don't believe in 50-50 with the fucking bills. But, you know, I do do believe in 70-30. I do believe in, you know, 60-40. Like, that's me. Like, I believe and I want to do more than what you're doing so you can allow yourself to put an emergency fund up or be able to get your nails and hair done and not just add to that. Like, I want to be able to have, I want to be able to allow you to have your money, you know, or extra money. You know, I want to basically take the bulk of it because as a man, I feel like, you know, that's what I want to do in my situation. You know, I want to make sure you got that extra, you know, extra money in your pocket on top of what I give you. You know, that's my thing, you know, and you know, it's just so simple. Like, you gotta know the difference. And I, 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 it takes time. It's not nothing you know right away unless you kind of grew up around that or, you know, you know people that kind of put you on at an early start. Because my fucking first situation, boy, my first relationship, I say my second relationship. It's really my first because my first relationship was kind of awesome kitty shit. I was like, I call it kitty shit because I was very immature. I was a goddamn kid. It, and it's funny because as mature as I was, when it came to dating or relationships, I was the most immature motherfucker ever. So 
I always vowed not to be in a relationship after my first relationship because it was like, even though I was about 21, 20, 21, no, I don't even think I was 21. I want to say I was about 19, 18, 19. And it was some kid shit, but I could have just handled the situation better. Like, I really care for her. I really try to do certain things, but it was a kid relationship because it was one of them we just fucked, we just had fun, and we basically just, you know, went our separate ways. So that's why I call it not really my first relationship, but it was. But my first situation with my baby mom, where I have two amazing sons, but I thank you, God. But with that first situation, it just was crazy because it was, you know, I was just coming off a lot of shit as far as, um, I can't really say a breakup. I was just coming off some heartbroken shit. And when I got with her, I was like a different person. Like, I basically was this guy who was, you know, suffered his first heartbreak, uh, got to know God and just was all about God, all about growing. I didn't get a fucking haircut. Uh, All I did was work out, read the Bible, pray, and just go to work. That's all I did. My fucking hair was crazy. My face was crazy. And I basically just committed to know God more. And I didn't really, I really distanced myself from all my friends and family. And I basically just fucking turned it to Martin when he went away on that um, fucking cult. I was kind of the Martin when I came back. Like, I was looking crazy. I was talking crazy. You know, I was closer to God. And, you know, I basically was taking care of myself as far as um, fitness and stuff like that. But as far as social and being around people... I kind of lost that. Like, I was Mr. Personality. And it's like, I kind of lost that a little bit. Like, I still was my somewhat of myself, but I wasn't myself all the way because I kind of stopped doing all the social things. Stopped talking on the phone. You know, I went a year without sex, which was fucking crazy. Like, crazy as shit. Like, I just didn't deal with females at all. I just was on a whole nother wave. And I feel like sometimes when you're going through shit... You know, you got to step away. And, you know, I use that time to learn myself. Like, learn about myself and, you know, be more closer to God and just be a better person. And it's like, when I got with her, it was one of them things where it's like, she got a part of me. She never really got the full of me. Like, she got a part of me. It was a big part, but it wasn't all me because I wasn't all the way there. Looking back now, I can see I wasn't all the way there. You know, me and her got closer as friends and started off as friends. And, you know, we dated and got cool. You know, we ended up getting in a relationship and having two kids. And it was just like, once that happened and I'm growing, getting better, I just... I just came across my friends again and it just kind of fucked up everything and I can't really at first I used to blame them and I still kind of fucking blame them fuck that I still blame our it's still his fault but no it's not his fault it's just basically when I got around my cousins and friends again and just started going out and partying and doing all the shit that I wasn't doing those previous years it just kind of fucked me up. Like, I basically was like, Martin, don't you so crazy when he was like, I'm going out with the fella Steve. And I just kept doing that shit. I just kept doing crazy shit, spending the night out, coming in the house late. And I just did some crazy shit, man. Like, I just did a lot of crazy shit. I neglected her. I wasn't growing as a person no more. I started off on the right note far as like loving her opening up to her it's just being me and her and I really loved her and I really wanted to 
to be that person that I knew I could be, but I just, part of me just wasn't there, and I knew something was missing, because every time I tried to give 100%, it was just something that wasn't allowing me to do that, and it's like, me, if you know me, you know, when I dedicate myself to giving 110%, I'm going to do that, it's easy for me to just buckle down and say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get better at this. But it was just always something holding me back. And it was always an unsurety. Uncertainty. It was always just basically me not wanting to give 100%. And it was just like, I love this woman. She was attractive. She was funny. She was cool. She was a homebody. She was a great cook. She was a great mom. But it's just like something was always there. Like, but being in that relationship taught me a lot. Like, it showed me that as much as I've grown, I I had a lot more growing to do. I had a lot more maturing to do. I had to buckle down on a lot of more stuff because as much as I did get better in situations, I got worse in other situations. The neglect was like, my biggest thing and it was like in the beginning this woman was perfect for me it just I just felt like we was so fucking similar by us both being Virgos and that just forced us to clash a lot and then by me not doing the shit I needed to do to make her happy and things I wasn't giving her it just it just fucked everything up and it just was one of them things where, you know, you try, but it's like you put so many fucking bad years together. And it, it basically outweighed the good. And it basically just fucked everything up. And it's like, I always wanted to say it wasn't my fault, but doing therapy, talking to God, getting closer to God, and growing as a man, like, I know that was all my fuck up. Like, I still do deep down believe that we we wasn't meant to be together forever because I feel like that was that feeling that was always there. That I know I'm doing everything, but I just can't allow myself to be 100%. I can't allow myself to be 110%. And I feel like a lot of times... When you getting that tug and that pull from somewhere, you know, that's God giving you a sign, like, okay. And I really just had to accept, like, maybe we was, she was meant to have my two sons. Maybe we was just meant to be friends. Maybe we was just meant to, you know, be in our, each other's lives for, for a season. And I grew to got, I, I, I. Excuse me, I grew to, to understand that better and accept that, that, you know, sometimes shit ain't forever, but I'm so, so grateful for her because she made me the man I am today by being a better man and being a better person because when I hurt somebody and I let somebody down, that shit eat at me. I mean, I'm one of them guys that... If I do wrong to somebody I know loves me and I love them, that shit eat at me. You know, I can't allow myself to do people dirty and just be comfortable with that shit. Not to somebody I love. Now, if you somebody I dated or... And it still wasn't that. I just... You know, I got a guilty conscience when it's somebody I appreciate and love like that. And it's just like... I felt bad for years for doing treating her and doing all the shit I did to her. Yeah, we had a lot of good times and you know, we had fun and you know I I learned to love her family and you know, her family is like still like family to me to this day and her mother is like my mother. You know, I love her to death and you know, I appreciate her to death and I'm so grateful for my sons and I'm so grateful for her. But it's like I had to accept that, you know, it didn't work because it wasn't supposed to work. Could I could have done better? Yeah, I could have done better. 
I could have brought my ass home at a certain time. I could have, you know, spoiled her. I could have been more romantic. I could have been, you know, more supportive on something. I could have, you know, just treated her like a queen. And I didn't do those things. I did it, but it was never consistent. And it was never the way it needed to be. And, you know, I knew something wasn't right, but I just wanted to be better. And I I felt like me wanting to be better and do better and make up for everything I did wrong, I feel like that kind of was like the light bulb going off when, you know, I asked her to marry me and, you know, we got married or whatever. And it was a big ass. I remember being at the altar and I never told nobody this, but I remember being at the altar and, you know, saying my vows and when she didn't have her vows, it was like something just hit me. And it's like, it just hit me like, this ain't right. Like, this ain't what God wanted. And after that, I remember trying to just, you know, do, start to try to be the husband I wanted to be, to be more romantic, to be more thoughtful and giving. And it just, it just wasn't there. It, it, it really felt like this wasn't meant to be. And she felt you know, she felt that way. And that's why when she came to me and just was like, I don't think this worked. I think we need a break. I knew at that moment it wasn't a fucking break. This shit was just over. I did so much fucked up shit. And at that moment, that R. Kelly fucking song was playing in my head. And I knew it was over. When a woman is fed up, a woman fed up. And you can't rebound from certain shit. Now, maybe years down the line or months down the line, I could have tried to work some out and be a better person. Maybe we probably would have worked a little bit, but it still was going to be that this ain't right shit. And that's the most important thing. When you want to spend a lifetime with somebody, you want to be a perfect husband, you want to be the perfect man, you got to know that you invested in this. You got to know this is from God. This ain't just you saying, this is what I want. This is what God wants. And, you know, time just showed me that trust God, man. Like, when you go in situations, talk to God. Like, it'll all work out. It'll all work out because, you know, I prayed to him that, you know, next situation I get in, I'm going to do everything I can do. And if it ain't right, Just take that situation away from me. Let me walk away. Let her walk away. But, you know, I got comfortable in trusting God and believing in him and, and, you know, praying on things more. I I really started to develop. I really started to trust and believe in God more and really talk to him about my relationships and my situation, whether it was dating, you know, whether it was being in a relationship It just, I really just leaned on him more. And, you know, for years I felt bad about, shit, I still feel bad at times about how I treated my kid's mother. Like, you know, as much as I, as much as it was good times and happy times and we got our sons out of that, I still just feel like I did something different to her. I changed her. And, you know, sleeping at night, that don't sit well with me because it's like, I know I changed her and I know that, you know, I did something different to her. And I don't want that affect, you know, her 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 current relationship. And I don't want her to feel like she wasn't loved and she's not a good woman because she's a great woman. But I just want her to be happy and to you know, prosper in her relationship and just, you know, get everything that she deserves because she is a great woman. She is worth it. She is, you know, not just a regular woman. She's an incredible woman and she's a great mother. So, you know, I wish her the best and, you know, I appreciate everything she's done for me because she helped me grow as a man on a lot of situations 
you know, she supported me, she believed in me, and she trusted my word, you know, and some aspects, I, I, you know, I showed her that I believe, that I, I appreciated her for believing in me, but some shit I just couldn't make right, so, you know, sometimes you just gotta accept the fact that there are some things that you just can't do, and certain things you just can't be, but, and then we can always say we had two great boys and we're still friends. And even though it sounds corny, it's still a good thing because it's a great thing. Because a lot of people, when they in situations, they hate each other or, you know, they can't parent, they can't co-parent well together or they can't stand to look at each other. We're not like that. We parent great as hell together. We're a great team when it comes to our kids. We still friends, and you know, we still cool. So, a lot of the times, well, to to a lot of to me, it really means something that we in a good place and we're friends and we're cool and we're doing a great job as parents. Some people they don't give a fuck about that, but I do give a fuck about that because only thing that matters, what matters the most between us is our sons, and you know. That's everything. And, you know, it's just dope to have a friendship and to be great parents together. That just means something. So a lot of times, some people won't understand, but just all the wrong I did to her, that kind of fucked me up. And, you know, it just made me do better in my situation, my relationship that I am in now, you know, with my fiance, it just made me a better man, and you know, she's definitely worth it, you know, I know for a fact that, you know, God put us together, and you know, I know for a fact that she's the woman I want to spend the rest of my life with, but it just fucked me up that I know it was at the expense of me learning in my previous relationship, but, I mean, that's how life works, man, like, you come out of some good good situations, and you get in a better one, you come out of some bad situations, and make it a better one, it just really helped me be a a better man, like, the 110% that I wasn't with her, I know I'm that now, like, I know I'm better communicating, I'm more patient, I'm still not all the way 100, but, I'm close to that shit. I'm not close. I'm, I'm about fucking 80%. I still don't got no patience. This My patience is still not 100. I'm not fucking close. I would say I'm 75, 80. But my patience has got better. I'm more understanding. I do care about being romantic and thoughtful. I'm not all the way where I want to be romantically on, you know, as far as gift giving and certain stuff. But I'm getting there. Just... For some reason, over the years, I done got cheap in the motherfucker. They care about more about putting savers and certain things like that. But I gotta, I had to realize that <laughs> you gotta spoil your mate with just more than love and sex and time and growing. You gotta get them fucking gifts up too. And. That's why I say I'm being more of a complete man because I do have God in my life. You know, we do go to church and we do pray and we do do, you know, we keep God first. And far as like being, you know, thoughtful, caring, I'm a great listener. You know, I'm supportive. I'm a great stepdad. You know, and it ain't just me saying that shit. I ain't just saying that. I, I am dope, but... I hear that from her and and a lot of people, so not too long, but it just, you know, I care about being the best man for for my fiance. Like, I really love her. She's my best friend. And, you know, I'm the type of person that check everything when I'm saying I'm the best man. Like, I try to be the best man sexually. I try to be the best man just mentally for her you know I try to give be supportive be patient 
And I do everything. I, I feel like I check the box on a lot of stuff. I am a very attractive guy, you know, so <laughs> I do work on my body. I do eat right. We both eat right. You know, we both work out together. You know, we both, you know, we share a lot of the same things. But her liking sports, her being a great cook, her being a great woman, her being handy, her being good with bills and saving, that helps a lot. But I feel like this time I got it right. I feel like this time I have the tools to grow and be better. And I love this woman to death, man. I know she loved me to death, man. You know, this is the situation. This is what God put me. This is where I, I know I'm in good hands. But at the same time, I still got to work on myself. I still got to make sure I'm compromising. And I'm doing everything in my power to make sure she good. That's what I care about. I care about making sure I'm checking the box on everything she need me to check the box on. You know, I'm willing to come in the house at a certain time. I'm willing to, you know, be a better listener, be a better father, be a better man. I'm willing to do every, all those things. And I tell her all the time, like, look, all you got to tell me is the problem and I'll fix it. If I'm doing something wrong, just tell me. If I'm not doing something enough, tell me. If I could do anything better to help our situation grow and continuously be better, because I'm not going nowhere. Your ass ain't going nowhere neither. We're going to rock this shit till the wheels fall off. Just let me know. Like, just let me know. Just be patient with me. Be understanding with me and, and communicate with me. Let me know how you feel. If I say something wrong or do something wrong because I am a dick. I'm an asshole. I know I'm an asshole. I know I fucking crack jokes and play a lot and do certain things, but I'm a great man. And if I'm doing that too much or if I'm saying something wrong because I could be insensitive at times, just let me know because I really care about making you happy and doing everything in my power to be the man you want and the man you need. Like, that really means a lot to me. You know, me seeing some of the shit my father did and seeing some of the stuff my uncles and, you know, guys I knew did, that just lit a fire under me. It just made me want to be a better man and do things different. And even though I had times where I wasn't a great man, I always knew eventually I would be the man I wanted to be. Like, to me, I always cared about being a great father, being a great man, being a great husband. You know, being a good man to his community and being a good a, a good man for God. Like, I really always cared about those things. So I knew eventually I would do everything that I need to do and be everything I needed to be. So I never worried about that. Like, I never worried about where I was going to end up, you know, I always had a plan, that's why it's so important for a man or a woman to have a plan, because if you know where you want to go, and if you know where you want to be, you're going to do everything in your power to get to that, and you're going to fall off the, you're going to fall off sometime, and you're going to take a couple steps back, but as long as you're looking forward and know what you want, and know what you need to succeed, you got to know the tools you need. You got to know that you need God. You got to know that you got to, you know, you got to do things different. You got to be willing to change. You got to be willing to listen. You got to be willing to grow. And if you're not ready to do do those things, then you don't have the tools and you're not trying to go that way. Because when you're looking forward, you're going to do everything you can do to get to that to get there you're gonna do everything you can do to get there and if you're not then you're not ready and I'm the type of guy that at a certain age a certain time I always wanted to be at a certain point and I'm not at the point I want to be at now but I'm working towards that I'm getting close like I'm right there you know far as my credit, as far as me being uh, a great husband, 
you know, far as me, you know, having the businesses I want to have, you know, far as me making sure my son's future is, and they sons and daughters' sons and their wife's future is straight, you know, making sure that I'm a complete man and I'm doing everything that I want to I want to accomplish in life. I'm doing everything that I want and what I need. And I'm I'm close to that. You know, I ain't, I ain't you know, I ain't that far away. Now, I have a lot of big goals. I have a lot of big dreams. And, you know, my attention right now is to focus all that energy onto that and to my family. Like, that's all that matters now. And... You know, in life, you you just gonna make mistakes. Like, you gonna make a lot of fucking mistakes. Like, that just comes with the territory. You gonna make a lot of mistakes. But that's why it's so important to have a plan. And I tell my sons, like, know what you wanna be. Know where you wanna go. Know where you wanna end up. Like, just know what you want. Because if you got that blueprint, you you can get there. It's gonna be way easier getting there when you knowing what you want and you know and a lot of guys like you know tell me like but man how you do this how you do that because I feel like one more thing that they don't tell you about is how to stay a good man how to be a faithful man how to be how to get to that next level when you trying to be the faithful, the loving, the caring, the understanding guy. I feel like a, they don't tell you that. A lot of times when people, you ask people about relationships, you know, everybody got their own way, their own journey, but they don't say this shit hard. They don't say this shit take a lot of work because realistically, it is hard work. It is hard. But it's like you do everything in your power for the person that you love. You do everything to grow. So when you're trying to grow, you're going to do everything in your power to make that happen. And part of my plan to do that is focus on the things that helps my family grow. And me staying busy, me working a lot, you know, me making the right investments, me constantly building my credit. Me doing more family activities and spending more time with my fiance, those are things that's positioning me to do better and be better. Because it's not easy. You're going to see beautiful women. You're going to see, you know, women with big butts and women with big titties and women with accents. And you just got to understand not to jeopardize your situation and your future over something that looked nice. Don't jeopardize your shit over something that sounds good when you got something perfect at home. Because a lot of times we think, oh, I got this at home, but I can have this too, and I I want this too. No. If you already got fucking cake, you don't need to pie and ice cream too. Just add some ice cream. Like, you don't need all that shit. You need the person that loves and enjoys you. You need the person that makes you a better person. You need that person that makes you a better man. And you just need somebody that just make you a better person. A better man. A better father. So, like I would tell anybody, like I said. Yeah, so just... Men, women, just really understanding who you compromise and who you settle with. Really just understand that if I'm going to give my all, what am I giving my all to? Is it worth it or not worth it? At a certain age, you really just got to put yourself in situations that help you grow. And if you're not, I fucking feel bad for you. Because as a black man, I really care about, you know, pushing my culture forward. 
really helping my community, really helping, you know, people who want to grow, helping the kids. I really care about us as black people getting to the next level. And I'm going to do all I can do is everything in my power to help us grow and instill that in my kids, my nieces, my nephews, my friends' kids. All I can do is my part. I care about that. So I'm going to always make sure I'm doing my part and helping us move us forward and doing what I can do to make my community stronger. But it takes other people to do the same shit. And it's like, you got to be willing to do that. Life is much more than caring about your damn self. It's like caring for others. So, you know, I want to thank everybody for tuning in this episode. I really appreciate you, you know, listening. I hope you really got the message and really understand where I was trying to go with this episode. I want to please, I want to continue to pray for everybody who lost somebody. You know, I'm going to continuously pray for everybody. Please make sure you're doing your part to, you know, help us get rid of this shit, man. Please wear your gloves, wear your mask, wash your hands, stay your ass in the house. Only go out if you got to go get essentials and take care of business. Other than that, please stay in the house, man. If if you're an essential worker and you out working, please make sure you take care of yourself. Please make sure you're wearing your PPE. Please make sure, you know, you're doing everything to stay safe. To all the nurses and the doctors and everybody in the hospitals and everybody at the Walmarts and the retail places and the markets and all the places that's open right now, please take care of yourself. You know, and I want to thank all the doctors. I want to thank all y'all, man. Thank y'all so much for doing what y'all doing. And thank y'all so much. I know it ain't easy. I'll be probably going back to work in a minute. I'm scared as shit to go back to work. Luckily, I'm in a plan. I'm spaced out, so I don't have to be close to nobody. But just stay safe out there, man. And everybody who's at home, enjoy this time at home. You know, enjoy this time with your family. And just enjoy it, man. Like, it's been a it's been a process. But, you know, I've been using this time for all my creative juices and, the, you know, set up, you know, way, other ways that I can make money. And, you know, I've just been enjoying this time with my family. So, just everybody stay safe. Thank you for tuning in to episode three. I really appreciate it. Talk to you guys later. Peace.